Oh hey there! You made it! Glad you can make the trip. Welcome to my humble podcast. I know it was a little bit of a trek to get here, but the weather is great and I thought that recording a podcast in the middle of the woods next to a campfire seemed like it'd be a grand old time. Anyways, before I get the theme song started and this show on a roll, I have to light the fire. Oh, well, there goes my eyebrows again. <laughs> the fire's starting, the mic's recording. No, please don't go, it's time to start the show. We got a guest today, or maybe not, but hey, hey, hey if you got time to burn, we'll keep you cozy till you return. To the real world and the tasks that you get, you gotta get done today. Hello and welcome to yet another episode of the Sam Peters Audio Log Season Three. I believe this is actually episode two of Season Three. Ooh, yeah. Uh, little, little thing here, um, I feel bad about the break that I took between finals and, uh, the season three, I'll say. So, uh, I took basically four weeks off, so what I'm saying is that the next four weeks I'm going to have weekly uploads. Oh. Crazy. Oh. Very cool, very special, very important, but we, we have a guest here today on the Sam Peters audio log, and his name is Badam Banas. Hello. He's been it on the show I. before. Yeah. Returning guest. It's crazy. It's Badam. Oh. Adam, Adam, how are you doing, Adam? I'm doing all right, Bam. Yeah. It's been a, it's been a good time. You know, we finally grinded out all the classes, so yeah. now no more school ever. That's a joke. For legal reasons, I still have school. But no more school for a while. So that's pretty nice. You get to enjoy the summer and the and the good weather, as good as it gets. Yes, we are out here around the fire currently. Ah, it's so warm. The fire I have to back is, up a little bit. Fire is so good, it is so warm and nice here in the upper Midwest region that we are in. Um, if you are new to the show, uh, basically uh, all you really need to know is that this right here is the show. A little detail that Adam doesn't know yet, though, is that the show now has an unofficial subtitle to it. Oh, what's the unofficial subtitle? Uh, it is THE Sam Peters Audio Log. Yep. THE show yep. for stressed out college-aged students. Wow, you got a demographic. We got a demographic. It's very cool. Yep. We're so now marketable. We are marketable. Every single college student is now going to listen. But here's the thing, right? Last episode we discussed this, and there's a couple, there's a little bit of squabble, all right, over whether or not the subtitle should be the podcast for stressed out college age students or the. Uh, podcast for bored college age students since it is the summer or 
the podcast for college-age students, no adjective, or the podcast for all people. What about the podcast for bored and stressed out college students? Oh, you're forgetting the overlap. You know, there's a significant overlap. I mean, I guess the. I mean, having no adjective at all would also cover both those. No, grounds. that doesn't count. You gotta specifically cover everyone, or they won't even listen. They won't even listen. That's okay, so just, that's the sad truth of America today. You know, if you're if you listener are uh, college-aged, and you are either bored or stressed, this here is the show for you. Uh, we really don't have set content here on the show, except maybe maybe down the line we'll give some advice to the bored and stressed out college students out there, you know. I did that last time, and I thought it was pretty good, you know. This can become a little bit of an advice show as we discuss our daily lives around this here comfortable fire um and whatnot really a listener it's just your job to get relaxed just take a take a seat back mm-hmm. don't get too close to the flames yep oh you almost caught on fire there or you'll get burned uh, uh, uh. bazinga adam bazinga how how did you fare surviving your first year at college, I I I barely hung on. It was a fight for my no no. I'm kidding. It was not a fight for my life. It was just kind of a lot of sitting on Zoom meetings, and I kind of got to feel how the teachers felt because second semester, all the teachers were like, "Let's put them all in the group projects and breakout rooms." And if anyone here has been in a breakout room, you know that no one turns their camera on. Or speaks or does anything. So then I got to be the teacher mm. talking to black screens. And now I empathize. I am one with the, the professor spirit. Nice. Because I don't like working in breakout rooms. But you're also an initiator in the classroom. Yeah! That's great. You know, sometimes I'll try to be the initiator, but other times towards the end of the semester... If there was literally one other person that would talk, I'd be like, it's all you, chief. You were the de-initiator. I would, here's the thing, right? I would always send texts in the chat to show that I was there and try to participate that way. You know, but I'll get to a point where it's like, you know, this, this really is a testament to me and my, the lack of initiative. Lack of initiative. You're Lack just... of being a good COVID student, student but, wow. you know, I would get to the point where it's like, man, I really don't want to turn my mic on. COVID really got you down, and now I... it's all over. We made it. We made it through the year, though, you yeah. know. I'm sure some of my classmates probably appreciate me a little bit less, but hey, they don't know what my face uh, looks like. Yep. What hmm. are they going to do, drive over here? Please don't drive over here. Hey, that's why we... That's why, that's what the bit is for, you know? Yep. So they don't even know who I am. They have no idea. No idea. How would they even find you? Little does the audience know, my actual birth given name is Bam Beaters, but I just switched letters around. Well, so. you just revealed it. Now you're going to get beat up and egged. Well, now, who knows what my actual name is? Is it Zam Zeters? Zaboomafoo? <laughs> uh, 
It's definitely Zabumafu. Yeah, that's... I feel. I it feel. could be Zabumafu. Who knows? Uh, wait. Okay, Adam. Do you have any specific experiences from any of your classes that were particularly memorable this past year? Um, not a lot of my classes besides... Uh, we had a, we had a business law class and my professor was older, an older gentleman. Yeah. He had a lot of knowledge from his experience. And of course. So he got to tell us, like, back in the 60s and 70s before, like, any working regulations was a thing. So he gave us some life advice about, like, how to quit your job on the first day if you almost get killed on site. Oh. So that was very cool. He kind of went off topic a little bit, but it was very informative. Sick. Lots of business. I was, like, one of the three kids that actually showed up to class, so I think he liked us. That's good. Yep. Yeah. My only in-person class, uh, I think a lot of people started out going to that class, but then it's only, like, kind of teetered off towards the end of the year but hey i always showed up and tried to do stuff i will say the most memorable class for me just as far as classroom procedure this was also one of the classes that had a lot of breakout rooms right uh was a class where professor was very laid back i think there was literally one assignment where i got a single point marked off it was a very easy class but every day in this given class we would play kahoot and Bahoot, yeah, Bahoot, Bahoot, the everybody's favorite internet educational system, Bahoot. But here's the thing, right? Beginning of the year, this professor was like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna play Bahoot," and then I, I personally was like, "Oh yeah, cool, I like Bahoot. This is great." And everyone was like, "Yeah, I like I like Bahoot. This is awesome." And then the next day we were in class, she was like. Or the professor was like, okay, we're going to play Bahoot today. It's like, okay. The next day was, okay, we're going to play Bahoot today. And I was like, okay. Next day, okay, I th- we're going to play Bahoot today. And uh, you, you kind of get the idea of no. what happened. We played we played Bahoot pretty much every class period. You can't overuse the Bahoot. That goes yeah. against the rules. Yeah. Um, and to be honest, I... Towards the end of the semester, I really didn't want to play Bahoot anymore. That's a crying shame. Yep. That's a sign that the American education system has failed us when you don't like the Bahoot anymore. <laughs> That's so... That really says a lot about our society. Yes. Moderation is key. Hey, that's some life advice for you college students. Yep. As I said on another podcast when I was giving advice. One time in college, I microwaved a potato for six minutes. And that was apparently too many minutes because it tasted very (laughs) bad. So if I was more moderate in how long I stuck my potato in the microwave, it would not have tasted terrible. So that's a life that's a life lesson right there. Who says you can't learn things in school? I don't know who says that, because, like, that's the point. But, like, you can always yes. learn things in school. Yeah, I mean, I think most people would say that you're not supposed to microwave potatoes for six minutes. Yeah, but the button says potato on it. <laughs> and you hit the button, and it asks you how many potatoes, and you hit one potato. 
and then you hit start and it says six minutes and i was like well that seems a little fishy but hey i'm not the expert i'm not the microwave okay and i should have i should have you know trusted my gut that's a lesson that sometimes the people that you trust most in life can let you down just like my microwave <laughs> wow wow that's pretty deep okay wait so i have some questions about this story here okay so was it a raw potato it was a sweet potato that had already been cooked uh, and i had brought it back from the dining center in a to-go box <laughs> and i was watching a great movie called Barasite. <laughs> very good and i was like halfway through and i was like i'm hungry so i was digging through my fridge and i found this cold sad sweet potato and the microwave lied to me and it tasted really bad and it took a long time to get the smell out okay here are a couple mistakes i think you might have made adam first off it was already cooked second off sweet potatoes are usually smaller than normal potatoes those are both true. Yeah. But I don't regret what I did. No? It was a learning lesson. Yeah, you learned a valuable lesson yep. there. Yeah. Which, repeat that for our audience. Which one? Which one? The, the, the valuable lesson. The, that the valuable lesson is that everything is not the way it seems. And sometimes <laughs> big microwave lies to you. And you've got to think for yourself. <laughs> I don't think it lied to you as much as you just... I think it lied to me. You just didn't know... I think it. I think it's a big scheme. It's a big scheme. They're trying to get us to buy more sweet potatoes because we ruined the first one and then you have to go out and you have to buy... It's a big sweet potato and they control all the food. They control all the food companies. It's big sweet potato. And they're pushing their agenda on us to make us buy more sweet potatoes. And they own the microwaves as well. Yeah, they're in league with the microwaves. The sweet potato companies purposely make the sweet potatoes smaller so we have to buy more of them. That's exactly what I'm saying. It's exactly, it's all a conspiracy and it all goes up to the top. This is, this is insane. Is big sweet potato. Big sweet potato. It's just like a sweet Which potato. is ironic because they're small, which was the whole cause of the problem. And that's why you never suspect it. That's why it's big sweet potato. Mm, yes. It's just deception all around. See, I learned in a class of mine that a bunch of life, light bulb producers in the 1920s got together and decided that they're going to make light bulbs last not as long. So people have to buy more light bulbs. Wow. And you know... You know what else you can do with a light that's bulb? That's not even sarcasm. That's literally true. But I think you it can, applies to sweet potatoes. You can power it with a potato juice. Oh! You ever get those kits? You ever see those kits in, like, the mall? And they're like, oh, do a science project. Light up a light bulb with potato juice. It's all connected. The entire power electricity, all the way back to Vanderbilt. It's all tied up. I think you mean, well, he's dead, so he can use his name. Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. It all ties into Big Sweet Potato. Okay, here's the thing, right? See, Adam is referring to one of the original uh, tycoons in America. Uh, I think his name might have been Cornelius. Cornelius Vanderbilt. Cornelius Vanderbilt. Cornelius Vanderbilt, but he, he was railroads, not 
But how do you oh, think they transported those potatoes? Fair point. It's a big sweet potato conspiracy, I guess. Byerland, let me tell ya. Alright, we're getting uh, on a weird <laughs> tangent on here. Um, uh, but Adam, one of the bits that, or one of the segments, I should say, that I decided to incorporate into Season 3 is reading off mail. Reading off mail? Yeah. Oh, boy. Now Do we have mail? No, nope. We don't have any mail. Oh, no. That's really sad. Which means you, the listener, have to submit mail so we can listen, so we can look at it and read it and Give stuff. Give us mail. The the email is the.audio.logpodcast. Wait. Audio.log.podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. I'm going I'm to repeat that real quick. The dot. Audio.log.podcast at gmail.com. Submit your mail and we'll... Eat it. We'll eat it and read it on the show. See, you you submitted some fan mail I did. Today. I, I forget all that I've submitted, but yes, I've been a loyal mail sender. You, send, you sent one thing, though. Okay, the other one might have gotten stuck in my drafts folder, but it was a... <laughs> It was a video of Garfield dancing. At no, that's the one that, <laughs> oh, that's no. the one that got sent. <laughs> okay, the first one I said didn't go through. Yes, yeah, so, uh, the last episode, uh, we reacted to Barfield dancing <laughs> to Bappy by Burrell Billions. Yeah. Our listeners probably already know this, actually. Yeah. It's a very good time. It's a great time. He's He's so happy. He is happy. He has lasagna. Not seem crazy what I'm about to say. I believe that was in uh, Bis- Bispicable B, right? Bispicable B Boo. Two? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah. remember he's like in a... He's like dancing. He's shopping mall or whatever. He's, uh, he's, he's dating... Briston Big. Yeah. Yeah. No one, no one knows who that is. No, no one knows who that is. No one watched SNL. What, I don't know during... what the actual character's name is because there's Gru. I'll say that it's an animated character. Okay. I forgot. And then the other lady who's tall. Tall, tall lady. Yeah. There's a, there's an iconic song that I heard a lot from the first movie too. I think it was the song literally called, like, Despicable Me or whatever. Yeah. Like, I'm having a yep. bad, bad day. really don't <laughs> want someone yep. to get in my way. Oh, it's crazy. I'm gonna push him out the way. Oh, I bet that was... Despicable Me. I bet that was top of the singles charts. Back it probably in was, yeah. 2010 or whatever. Back when people thought that Minions were a unique and creative concept. Yeah. It's crazy. You know what Minions kind of look like? What? Sweet potatoes. <laughs> All the way to the top. Minions kind of look like pills. I guess. Tic Tacs. Tic- yeah. I bet there are Minion Tic Tacs. The, the cross promotion is endless. It's like space balls. Base, base base balls. Base balls. <laughs> base. Base. It's just, ba- it's just but- base balls. Ba- it's just baseballs. Baseballs. You can't spin this. It's just baseballs. All right. I think we've uh, we've executed enough of the bit for today. <laughs> personally, we can give up on that. But yeah. people's names is a different story and locations. But yeah. I'm not worried about hiding the identity of movies anymore. Yeah. It's crazy. Minions. What? Despicable Me. 
Well, I'm having a bad, such bad a day. phenomenon. Are you having a bad day? Not really. It's pretty nice out. It's I'm enjoying the weather. It was I'm all... enjoying this fire right now. Yeah, it's it's crackling and crisping and it's prime like a uh, bacon s'mores height. It's that right height where you can just get the s'more thing right in there. Yeah, a little little stick with the marshmallow on it. Roast it right up. Yes, sir. You know who wasn't having a good day? Who was not having a good day? Gru. Gru was not having a good day. It was very sad. It was so sad to see him like that. What was your favorite part of uh, Despicable Me? <laughs> um, this is a very... This is a kind of... I mean, it's, it's on topic. Yeah, I, was, I, was, I actually rewatched the original film... Oh, really? Recently. It was about a year or so ago. Okay. Pre, it was a bit pre-COVID, but the TV it was on had, like, a dead, a line of dead pixels, like, on one side of the screen. And there's this bit in the credits where the minions are trying to, like, cross the endless gorge. It was supposed to be, like, a 3D thing. Cause, yeah. You know, it was 2010, and that was what they're all doing. Mm-hmm. But it looked exactly like they kept trying to, like, lick this, like thing of dead pixels <laughs> like it, it worked out per- so perfectly it felt like haunted so you know i think the minions are watching me and the minions are mm. watching all of us well glad to hear that your favorite part of the movie <laughs> was an uncontrollable external factor i'm sorry <laughs> you didn't you said his name this entire bit uh well, I think enough people have seen The Office by now that maybe a couple people know who's. I think we're gonna censor all this <laughs> to protect Bativ Burrell's identity. Okay. Bativ. Yeah. My main man Bativ. No one. No one knows who he is. No, no one knows who he is. Well, my favorite part is when Gru gets murked by a shark that one time. Like he's trying to break into. Uh, oh yeah, to his castle, yep. and then he, he's like, "Oh, I think I'm good." And then a shark pops out of nowhere and just murks him. <sighs> and as a kid, I was like, "Is that the movie?" It's pretty scary. I was like, "He's he couldn't have survived that," but then he was fine. I was like, "That's not realistic." The movie's lying to us. That's when I knew that movies were fake. <laughs> not the minions. It was that Gru. Not the minions. It was like Gru didn't die. I, at that point, I feel like, I uh, as like a child, I was like, "Oh yeah, I bet like some." smart person in a lab could make living pill-shaped people with goggles. Yeah. Sounds, uh, sounds realistic. Get on that science. Get on it. Science people of the world. Super villains. Yeah. People. If you, you want to be a super villain, you know what to do. Get Were the there movie. ever any heroes in that, in those movies? I, wasn't that the plot of the third one? Like, I don't know. He he meets his brother, and his brother is like good. It's either it's either he's he's like a hero or he's just like kind of dumb. <laughs> I don't remember. I never saw the third one. It, all I remember is that uh the the villain is the South Park guy, so it it just sounds like Randy Marsh yelling at Gru. From, I uh, I don't remember a lot of the plot of. The I third never one. saw the third movie, but here's the thing, right? So. The assumption is in in this universe, right, that there's villains. Yeah. They're villains, but doesn't that mean that there's also heroes? And it's not superheroes, right? Is it more like 
James Bond type deal. I'm guessing it'd be it'd be James Bond. Like uh, somewhere there's an there's an animated out of proportion Austin Powers. He's like groovy, groovy baby, baby. groovy baby, groovy baby. I'm gonna uh, steal the moon before you can. But he wouldn't be a a good guy. That's a crazy. No, well he wants to steal it before he can, so he can put it back in place after he leaves. Oh snap! And then they can all party on the moon and um, I don't, I I don't know what whatever they did in the '60s, they do that on the moon. They protest the Vietnam War. They protest the Vietnam War on the moon. That's that's the plot of the next Despicable Me, man. We're just giving it to you guys. Universal, please. I don't think they need more Despicable Me movies. But you know what? A movie that I think is about villains that is animated and probably superior to Despicable Me. Can you guess it? Ratatouille. No, it's about villains and it's animated. I know it's Megamind. It's Megamind. I know it's Megamind. It was a joke. It Let was me try to think joke. of a Megamind quote real quick. The spider. Just kidding. That's not even a good one. Oh, uh, there's one. There's one uh, quote where it's the main. It's the ner- nerd villain. Yeah. Bonabill, and uh, he's like, he's I don't know they're this somewhere and he's like there is no santa claus there is no tooth fairy and there is no queen of england uh, i mean he's right <laughs> uh, the royal family for all we know could be just a elaborate hoax no one's ever seen the queen no obviously one's ever met not. the queen obviously not so can you think of a quote from that movie i cannot because i've only seen it once and it was a while ago and I don't remember a lot about it. But it was... I remember it was... It was being a creepy well, camera, dude. Wait. Why don't you say... Why don't you say... This censored name. He's gonna call us out on this podcast if you keep saying his name like that. No respect. Absolutely no respect. You punk. I'm such a punk. You are a punk. I'm disrespecting... Hey, just kidding. I'm sorry I called oh, you a punk. I appreciate it. Hey, that. Adam, it's okay. Now I'm not a punk. Adam, I'm sorry. Wow. That really warms my soul. You know what else warms my soul? This fire. Oh, man. Actually, this warms my hands a lot more than my soul. Also warms my soul. Because it's so wholesome, Mm -hmm. this fire here. Yeah. You see, if this were were a real, like, official podcast, now would be the time where we'd probably have, like, an ad break or something. So why don't we spend this time talking about the sponsorships that honestly I probably wish this podcast had and this is kind of akin to previous discussions we've had on the podcast as well so who do who do we wish that uh would sponsor us that we could discuss for the next couple minutes we're just gonna like we're just gonna give free promotion in hopes that they eventually one day promote us but yeah I think a good little Trixie to get them is that until they actually promote us, we're gonna censor their names. So, really, the audience will have no idea who are. They'll, they'll have to sponsor us to reveal who they are. Well, speaking of college, one of my friends was very studious, and the only way he could get through all that studying was with his Baycons. 
with truly oh. wireless earbuds. And mm-hmm. everywhere the guy went, he had his Baycons, and I think they have battery life. Because he would wear them for like 30 minutes. <laughs> like a whole 30 minutes, and he'd keep them in. So that was pretty promising. And they were they were blue. That's a very cool color. Everyone has like these white earbuds. That's lame. Blue. Bear bod. Blue. Bear bods. Oh, no. Get that out of here. Blue is the way to go. So if you want to be cool, you got to get yourself a pair of Baycons with... The promo code, uh, Bonfire. For legal reasons, that's a joke. <laughs> wow. 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 Yeah, well, just Brian's going to be Yeah, it was, what is I a Baycon? Decepticon? I don't know. Transformers? Transformers? Uh, I see a lot of people with bear pods a lot. Gross. Bear. <laughs> Gross. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. Wait, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a little tangent here. Um, I just said the word bear, pods. Yep. And that kind of sounds like, bear, pods. And that's relevant to a little story that I was told a little bit a while ago from you, which you can tell if you are very, so inclined. Very relevant. So yes, our wait, hold on, let me do a little. Our guest here has a story relating to what I just said that he told me a little bit ago. Uh, that's... Okay. Wait, but yeah, it's it's a story, and he's gonna tell it now. I think that's true. Are you gonna <laughs> Are you gonna tell it now, though? Yes. Okay. I am going to. Adam, I think Adam is planning on telling a story now. So <laughs> I am planning on telling. Just know story. that I thought about. <laughs> I I said bear pods, and that had to do with bear paws. It sounds like bear paws, and now Adam is gonna tell a story relevant. To what I just said about that. So the story begins where I am driving down a road and in the middle of the night, and it's like the middle of the woods. It's not really the middle of the woods, but the road is like around the woods. And it's it's funny because this road that I'm driving down is famously known for deer running across, and people hit the deer, and it's all a big joke. It's like, oh, don't hit a deer on your way out, because everyone hits deer. But I've never hit a deer, you know? I'm such a good, safe driver. Like, very, very good at turning and braking. But I was after midnight, and suddenly I had my brights on and everything, and this black fur comes out of the midnight, and I slam on the brakes just in time to see a big black bear, and he's scampering across the road. And I slow down just in time... He, he bounces off my right right side of the hood. He, like, kind of flies over the windshield side, probably into the ditch. It was probably pretty funny if, if there was a video of, like, what happened after. But I was like, oh, boy, I just hit a big old bear. But luckily, my car still worked. So it, it kind of looks like somebody big punched it. But I'm still here. I'm still surviving, and I think the bear is even all right too. There's Wait. no, no bear carnage. Wait, it was a bear? Yeah, I thought you told bear. me it was a squirrel. It was a, oh, actually it's a really big squirrel, like a massive squirrel. See, I just thought of it with was, no tail. I thought of, of squirrels. 
when you said bear paws, you you thought of the squirrel yeah. story that I told you. Yeah, they are pretty related. Dude, that's kind of crazy that you hit a bear. Yeah, it's almost like that time I hit a squirrel. Oh, you hit a squirrel once? Yeah, that's what I just told you. Do you have no, no morality? No, he just hopped out and no. I want the audience to know that Adam is fairly certain that the bear is okay. The bear is surviving. He's a strong dude. Surviving. He's he's making his way through the through the wilderness. Manifest destiny. <laughs> he's going out west. He's telling the story to all his little bear cubs. He's going out west like, to start a little I'm family. Like, wow, Dad, you beat the big old machine. And he's like, yeah, kids, that's what your dad did. I I beat the the. I beat that machine, and now we're gonna take over humanity. Mwahaha. And steal all our sweet potatoes. No! <laughs> Not the sweet potatoes. That would be unfortunate. I if, think you, the bears, if you cause the bear uprising. I think the bears are at the head of it all. Yeah. Some people talked about the lizards, but I'm telling you, it's the bears. It's their, their, the lizards are just a distraction, man. It's the bears. No. But anyways, back to... Back to products. Um, Back to brands. Brands. I guess a big potato corporation could sponsor us. Yeah, they could give us free... At college, I uh, whenever they had sweet potatoes, I'd get it. Yeah. Sweet potatoes kind of fire. You just gotta post it on your Instagram and, and put a filter on it and <laughs> type in all your lower caps. And you're gonna be like, chilling with the bestie. And it's a potato. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's how you do Instagram, man. That's how you communicate with the young folks. With the young folks? I'm yeah. trying to get brand deals. But brand deals also try to communicate with the young folks. So you're like the mediator. You're the bridge. So what you're saying is that in order to get a sponsorship from Big Sweet Potato Corporation, I need to post pictures on my social media accounts of me actively anthropomorphizing anthropomorphizing sweet potatoes precisely okay that's what they look for i'll give it a try uh next time i see a sweet potato i will draw a face on it and post it on my story that's how you're gonna get them man you're gonna draw them all in i will try (laughs) it's a little ridiculous oh okay Back to your sweet potato story, though. Did your college just serve you, like, whole sweet potatoes? Yeah. They would really? be, like, whole baked sweet potatoes. Yeah, they just had them next to the burgers. But college never did that. Wow. They're not part of the conspiracy, I guess. <laughs> Wait, what conspiracy? The not? baked potato conspiracy. Well, the, uh, my college always... The dining center at my college always cooked the sweet potatoes in various ways so they didn't just give you like a whole baked sweet potato no oh because that's never. what i did yeah i know that's what you did because <laughs> you, you just said that <laughs> they never they never chop them up in fries or anything i mean there would be sweet potato fries sometimes you oh you're saying you never had we that never had that no oh now sweet potato fries we had sweet potato tater tots and those oh. are really good it's like a round fry yeah. Yeah. 
Like, I would pop those like candy, man. I would be like, yum, 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 yum. It's like nature's candy. Sweet potatoes. I mean, yeah, I guess more so for you, because you actually ate them, like, unprepared almost. Yeah. Y'all are the real OGs. We're, we're found in the industry, you know? Yep. We got, we always would get our sweet potatoes in little cubes, usually. Oh. Like, that was the primary way that I they think, served it. I us. think we had some cubed sweet potatoes as well. I think that's pretty common. Oh, well. You are just going off about how all you had was... I forgot about that until just now. I forgot about the cubes. Well, that destroys the entire point of this last conversation we had here. <laughs> Wait, here's a good question. What no, was because the... maybe your college is infecting mine. And they're oh. like... They, like, got an email late at night from the head of your college. And they're like, oh, man, we gotta start cubing up our potatoes. Well, maybe the real conspiracy is cubed sweet potatoes. Maybe. Or maybe my college is fighting the conspiracy of your college to They're make students to... microwave their sweet potatoes so they, they explode and <laughs> they need more of them. They're trying to break the mold, man. They're standing up. They're sticking up for the little guy. Yeah. Pretty the revolution has begun. Viva la potato. No, I'm pretty sure we're against the potatoes. Guy potato. Unless you're... Are you working with Big Potato Corporation? I'm not working with the Big Potato Corporation. Are you working for the Big Potato Corporation? Definitely not. It's kind of suspicious. But if they are offering sponsorships, I will, like, reach out Big Sweet Potato Corporation. We will only talk nicely about potatoes if you sponsor us. Yeah. Well, specifically sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes. No promises about normal potatoes. Well, I'm sure Big Sweet Potato Corporation is rivaled against Big Potato Corporation. You like, don't think they're consolidated? No. Why would they? <laughs> what? What? You think that w- one business produces two kinds of potatoes? That's ridiculous. That's impossible. Yeah. That is yeah. absolutely I'm sorry. ridiculous. That's a, that's a ridiculous notion. You realize should, how much diversity I there is? I even brought it up on the podcast. You realize how many di- how much diversity how there is? How many different types of potatoes there are? No, there's there's two types of potatoes. There's sweet potatoes and regular potatoes. But you realize... How complicated that would be to produce. Yeah. Two types of root plants? Impossible. They're completely different. No. No way. Yeah. No way it would ever happen. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. far-fetched theory. But that brings me to a new point. Adam, what was your favorite dish served at your college? Ooh, that's a... That's a tough one. We had some good... We had some good and memorable dishes. Yeah? We had this, um... We had... Ribs were always a favorite when they did ribs. We had, uh... We had these burgers that they would do every Friday night. They call them smash burgers. Oh. Liven them up. And we would have competitions to see who could eat them the fastest. And I'm currently the record holder for the fastest burger eating. So, like, that's that's going right to the resume. I mean... You gotta, you gotta be proud of your accomplishments. That's how you really network with mm-hmm. people. You gotta say, man, I ate a burger so fast. And they'll be like, you're hired. You're now in charge of plant management at the White House. <laughs> plant and you plant shake, management at the White House. You yeah. shake their hand and you got the job. Yeah, I would say that's the most memorable meal. Smash burgers? Had. Smash burgers. Or, uh, well, what's your favorite thing to eat, like, consistently? 
consistently. Mm-hmm. We had a wrap station that was pretty good. We got some lettuce and some chicken and some tofu and all sorts of stuff. Nice. You could throw whatever you want. It's like a little salad. It's like a portable salad to go, and you could just eat it wherever. Nice. Yeah. Consistent yeah. favorite. Did you have any, like, special teas on different days? Yeah, we we had uh, we had these, like, international days where they have food from other countries. Or we had, like, some, some fun Mardi Gras stuff where they were all having a party and they had, like, little non-alcoholic cocktails where, like, woo, throwing a rager at 7 p.m. and drinking cocktails without alcohol in them. Nice. That's what the college experience is like for those of you who are like about to go to college. That's what you do. Mardi That's Gras at lunch. Mardi Gras at supper. Mardi Gras at six p.m. with orange juice. Orange juice. Yeah. I know one of our one of our listeners would be very happy to hear that. Oh. Wink, wink. wink. Beth Barcourt, where are you at? Yeah. He sent us an email. Actually, you want to know? What Did was it in say orange juice? Well, it said. I thought you said we didn't get any mail. Well, this is last week. Oh, We didn't get any new mail. Oh, okay. I mean, we can go over the old mail if you want. (laughs) I misunderstood the prompt. Yeah, go ahead with what. But yeah, he sent in, I'm pretty sure the title was Juice, and then in the email was written Orange. Wow, that's really deep. Or it might have been, it might have been Orange and then Juice. That really speaks to the human condition. Well, he does. Yeah, and then we had a uh, we had we had a uh, Star Wars day on the on May fourth. They had they had blue milk and they had all these little cupcakes. Sell were like Star Wars people. They were like full ham. They went they went full they, Star Wars. We didn't Wars. do that. We yeah. did we did something for like Mardi Gras stuff. But I was yeah. I was gonna say like on a particular day of the week, do you have something like we had Taco Tuesday, which is pretty. I like Taco Tuesday. We also. Had Taco Tuesday. Okay. I hate to break it to you. Well, get out of here. Ah. Scrub. And then we had we had Pancake Sunday, where every Sunday night, they have big fluffy pancakes, and you layer them up, and you put a bunch of whipped cream on them, and and you throw chocolate chips and strawberries, and that's how the freshman fifteen happens. <laughs> Do you want to? Did you Sundays. did you experience a little weight gain coming into I gained seventy five pounds. Oh no! <laughs> Not as much as me though. Oh no! But I'm known for that. Oh. I gained two hundred. Oh nine! Dude, that's pounds. a lot of pancakes. <laughs> we uh, we didn't have a lot of pancakes though. You see, you know, I hate to break it. Like, hate to have criticisms of. Uh, the college dining center, but food on the weekends was always consistently substantially worse than the rest of the week. That's so sad. They uh, opened up, like, one place relative to the rest of it, you know, and it already wasn't all-you-can-eat buffet because of COVID and stuff. Yeah. So, and it was just, like, always not great. And I was like, man... That's really sad to see. It's all right. We, We had local restaurants around that we eat it's crazy support the local business local business is good yep but not as good as bacon (laughs) for all your music needs put them in your ears don't take them out that's the slogan that's the slogan put them in your ears and don't Don't take take them out out, ever hey i might honestly 
you know, I've resisted the wireless earbud trend for a while. Yeah. But my uh, wired earbuds broke. Oh, no. I, I can only hear in one ear now, so... That's, that's might, a tragedy. You know, I might have to make an investment. That's a tragedy. And purchase some Baycons. Yeah, I'm, I'm honestly going to like start thinking that it's actually called the Baycons. And I'm going to be like, what the heck? What <laughs> they are called Baycons. Not, until until you guys give and, us sponsorships. Yes. That's what they're going to be called. They're going to be called Baycons. If your business name is close to Baycons. If it rhymes we're with probably, Bacon. Email us and give us like a $25 Olive Garden certificate <laughs> and we will reveal what your company is actually called and give you a glowing review. I, yes, glowing reviews. You know, that's a that's another thing. Um, I'm not I'm not convinced that this podcast has any reviews on, let's say, uh, Apple Podcasts or Apple podcast i think that's the, you can't give reviews on Spotify or nothing so let me uh let me see try to do a quick google search and see if this podcast has any reviews i'm not a Apple user so this is gonna be semi-difficult a few moments later okay my i don't think my wi-fi is working too good so we'll get back to that maybe yeah and we're going to see all those five-star reviews. But hey, if you're an Apple user, maybe maybe leave a review. A good one. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it worked. <laughs> nice. Yep. My podcast didn't show up. Oh, no. But yes, if you're an Apple user, leave a leave us a good review. Uh, San, the Sam Peters Audio Log. Also, mail at the.audio.log.podcast at gmail.com. And we'll read it. Next Pretty time. Late. Next time we will do that. We will do that thing. Yeah. Adam, what what's some advice that you can bestow upon our listeners here today? The struggling college kids out there that are either stressed or bored. The struggling college kids. College aged kids. College aged kids who are stressed and slash or bored. Yeah. I got some great advice that I'll pass on down mm. from a dude that I met at a bonfire, and I forgot his name. And it goes a little something like this. If you're making ramen noodles, and you boil it in the water... Or no, it's the other way around. If you're making a hot dog, and you're boiling it, don't throw away the water, because that's wasteful. You gotta take out the hot dog, and then you cook ramen in the hot dog water so that one you don't waste water which saves the entire planet just by doing that and two you don't need to put the flavor packet in the ramen because it already tastes like hot dogs so really it's a that's what they call a win-win because there's two wins here's the thing what what's the point of not using the flavor packet if the flavor packet already comes with every package of ramen it's doesn't taste like hot dogs. Wait, you want you would tell me you'd rather have chicken ramen or beef ramen than hot dog flavored? What ramen? about this? I don't know. I doubt anyone has ever thought of this before, right? But what if you simultaneously cooked ramen and hot dogs? But then you'd waste so much water. Would you? You would ruin the entire planet. How? All the icebergs would melt if you it's cooked simul- hot dogs and ramen at the same time. How does that waste water? Oh, you mean like in the same pot? Yeah. That would be even better. 
Because then the ramen would taste like hot dogs, and the hot dog would taste like ramen noodles. Exactly. And then you could wrap the hot dog in the ramen like a pig's in a blanket. That's noodles. And then eat the whole... <laughs> I actually want to do this. It started, I kind of do, too. It started as a joke bit, but I think I'm going to do that right as soon as I finish recording this. Some uh, some cooking advice for you cool cats out <laughs> you there. Cook a hot dog and ramen at the same time, then you got to wrap it up. And then you eat the in whole a thing. frozen pizza. <laughs> wrap it in a, you wrap the frozen pizza in a big soft taco. <laughs> frozen pizza around the ramen and the hot around dog. Around the hot dog. And the whole thing's in a taco. I unironically really love frozen pizzas. I really love frozen pizzas. But here's the thing. You can't really wrap a frozen pizza around it because it doesn't really have the... Well, not with that attitude. I guess not. Not the way I cook frozen pizzas, let me tell you. With your frozen pizza, I like some crunch to my crust, right? Really? Yeah. Interesting. Do I not seem like the kind of guy that likes crunchy crust? No, you seem like you like a little soft, little soft crust. You're a little soft crust boy. (laughs) Don't scoff at me. I am crunchy crust through and through. But here's the thing, right? You unnecessarily create dishes for yourself if you put pizza on a pan you know if it's frozen if it's still frozen and you throw it in the oven then it will stay it will just stay completely flat solid like a sheet on its own and then by the time it cooks uh when it's cooked on the oven without a pan underneath it has like the nicest amount of crunch you would not Mm, believe and then delicious you you slice that up eat that you don't make any dishes for yourself besides the pizza cutter i guess that's true. I, you know something that is definitely, like, a very college thing to do that I have not done is not use a pizza cutter on a pizza and just, like, eat it. I kind of did that because I ordered from... <laughs> I can't do the bit with Pizza Hut. <laughs> so they're just going to have to endure the call out. <laughs> I ordered Pizza Hut, and the guy did not cut my pizza. So oh, really? I used, like... Like a big kitchen knife that I just had in my room. Okay. Like a like professional grade kitchen knife. Yeah. To cut Pizza Hut pizza at 11 p.m. and that was my certified college moment. Here, here's the thing though. That except you don't cut the pizza at all, and then you just are solely eating the entire pizza bit by bit. <laughs> what a monster! <laughs> when that seems like. That's something I'm gonna do. But there's so much. Cr- but if you said you make it crusty, and if you make it crusty, then if you do that, all the crumbs are gonna go all over your floor, like you're eating a Bacher Valley bar. That, that's <laughs> that's what the cardboard is for. The cardboard is your plate, you know. Right. Right. And then it, you have to put in the recycling when you're done because that's what that saves the planet, just like the ramen hot dog. Ramen hot dogs and. Uh, Zero dish, zero waste frozen pizzas. Yep. That's that's your life advice. That's I guess. your life advice. How to save the planet. Next episode, we're gonna have a special guest as she gives us each Medal of Honors for solving the Greta 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 von Greta Vandenberg. If you actually want to come on the podcast, email us. Bretta! And we will discuss environmentally safe food consumption habits. (laughs) But in the meantime...
Everyone go make a hot dog ramen. In the meantime, <laughs> do you hear that? <gasps> it, it's do you hear that? The big. It's a. It's a big sweet potato. No, it's not. It's like. <laughs> it's not a big sweet potato. You know we're in we're in the woods, right? Right. The the fire is crackling. No, I there's can't. a neighbor's neighbor. You know the neighbor? No, who's I didn't the neighbor? Him. It's old man Jenkinson. Oh no! I think he's coming. Oh no! He likes to run out in the woods with his shotgun sometimes. <laughs> no! And pitchfork. <laughs> no, not the pitchfork. Yeah. I hate those. He likes, I think he collects, like, vintage, I think he has a Gatling gun or something. Oh no. Flamethrower. Oh, that's not good. Oh wait, do you see that? He's coming. See him over there? Oh, yeah, I see the pitchfork. No. Oh, you kids, you gotta get off my property! Ah! We gotta get out of here. He's armed with sweet potatoes, dude. Oh, no, He's throwing sweet potatoes at him. We gotta go. He probably. Uh, uh, probably no, no. I know. You gotta get up. I know you just got hit pretty bad with the sweet potatoes. I bet he works for a big sweet potato corp. Or maybe he just farms them himself. I don't know. We gotta get out. Through the woods. Into the woods. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Sam Peters Audio Log. We gotta get away from old man Jackson before he throws potatoes at us. Ah, uh, thanks for listening. Bye. Oh, what's this? It's a fire. I suppose I best put it out now. Yeah! <laughs>